1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM, member FDIC. Welcome back. It is the Laurie and Julia show. My talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for the vacationing. Julia, we haven't used this in a while, but I think it's uh, very appropriate.
2: You, dear. Can- Some good couch. Time
1: for Lori and Julia's. Last night was wonderful.
2: Good couch. Well, I get excited. I I, every time I see Emma Thompson being anywhere on a couch, she's just, she is. Just she's a delight. Delight. Yeah, very that funny. is absolutely it. And she was on with Stephen Colbert last night. So and, ultra delight. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, so good. She had this amazing, these flowy, look like hand painted like silk top with these beautiful kind of palazzo pants. And she came out twirling and dancing. And Stephen Colbert, who is a ballroom dancer, spun her around the floor. And they, she just like, she is the lady to have, like, You'd, you want to go to dinner her. with her. You want to to dinner her. with yeah, her, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you really do. Uh, her movie, Late Night, uh, the one that Mindy Kaling uh, wrote, uh, uh, I, I'll get the New York Times review on it, but let's check in with Emma as she talks to Stephen Colbert about becoming a dame in Great Britain. She got a damehood.
3: You know the interesting thing has happened since the last time you're here you had you had a big news in your life You have become a dame for the people out there who don't know explain what a dame is well I'm not entirely sure <laughs> Nothing seems to have changed. I thought maybe when it happened, you know, it would be Treated differently in some way. I mean obviously I had all the chairs in my house raised slightly the ones I sit in, obviously right. Everyone Not else too is... high, so right. that people were just slightly off I thought is she is she is she higher but not sure you know, right, tiny right. bit sort of confused sure. yes um I thought i 'd be greeted by policemen in the street i 'd be able to walk my sheep over london bridge you know the, the, i i don 't know, but it's, everything seems to be the same
2: <laughs> everything is is just the same, but she did. Uh, um, he showed then the photo of her getting uh, getting at the evening at Buckingham Palace, and she's in a smart pantsuit, and then some very smart trainers, as they say, across the pond. But here she was talking about me and Prince William.
3: Very nice fella. Such a nice boy. Did you know him already before this, this moment? I did know him already, yes. yes. Um, I did, because I know his dad quite well. Mm-hmm. And um, he's lovely. Um, but I had only seen him when he was... Quite a tall baby, and, um, <laughs> and he's got a lot taller. Tall He was a very, tall very tall baby. Okay. And um, um, he was just so delightful, and now, of course, grown up with children and sure. everything. Yeah. So he's I rushed toward towards him. Own. Yes, yeah. he has. I rushed towards him, going, Darling, can I kiss you? And he said, oh, No, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't. That's you can't kiss me. Um, I kissed him later.
0: Just in the, not in front of the photographers oh, the picture that uh, Stephen Colbert is holding up of her looking up at him she's just so delighted to see yeah. this tall baby yeah, I that know. she once knew <laughs> I know. And he's very on the job. Yes, with
2: hands behind his back, yes. you know, yes, 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 yes. Okay, and then uh, Stephen Colbert has one more question for Emma Thompson about becoming a dame.
3: Is there a sword involved? No, there isn't. It's not fair. And my husband's very cross because if you get a knighthood, your wife or person who lives with you becomes lady so-and-so, but the husband doesn't get anything. <sighs> Absolutely bugger So all. you're Dane. I'm Dane Emma. He's just him. And he's just plain old Greg, just meh, blur, meh, Greg meh. You know, and it's just, he's not pleased. Yeah,
1: sure. I can see. I can you know, see. plus
3: I wear the badge in bed and it's sharp. <laughs> it's sharp. Very <laughs> okay, pointy. Sure. pointy. Sure. What, you have a badge. You have a. It's badge? a big badge. That's the point. It's, it's a badge. It's if a big, you get pulled double over, double badge. You can, can you flash it to the cop and go, "Excuse me, Dame"? Yeah, or you could just smack him around the face with it and take <laughs> take his eye out. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a weapon.
2: <laughs> so, like a big brooch, is that she's yeah, kind of talking so. about, and uh, and then you know, there's no rhyme or. They took forever. They really to to talk about the movie. They really waited to the second segment. You could just tell he was just. You know, his hand on his chin, he's just completely charmed, and charmed delighted. by her. And um, so, this is we'll call this uh, her intruder story, part
3: one. Do you mind if I tell you a story? I would um, love a good story about Scotland. Yeah. Um, about my daughter was about eight. Um, so the sheep were in the field, and at the bottom of the field, there's a little. Um, place where I go to wash. I wash in the river. And often, if the weather is nice, I will walk naked. You have naked, your plumbing, you have down or to, More or less. More, more or less. less. Okay. Yeah. It's, mm. um, so we walk, I walk down through the street with a towel, had a wash, and walk back up through the street. That's what I do. Uh, Naked. And um, because there's no one around except the sheep, obviously they are appalled. Appalled. (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, rushing up. Oh, she's coming. She's going. Yes, yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They're just appalled. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Someone just (laughs) shear her. Someone
3: just shear her. her. Shear her. Shear her. (laughs) Do something. She's coming up the field again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just oh like, who would
2: not want to be sitting next to her? Here's the rest of the story.
3: The middle of the night, it was about 10 o'clock. Banging on the door, being really big banging, kind of Halloween style. And I come downstairs and there's a massive and very good-looking policeman standing outside our port. And I open the door and he says, I'm terribly sorry to bother you, um, Mrs. Thompson, but... Um, We've had a report that you had an intruder and you're on your property today And I said I said an intruder and I said what kind of intruder and he said well she said it was um, a Naked man about 50 years old <laughs> So I I looked at this policeman and I thought you know what it, I, what was going through my mind was that from a distance, my boobs have dropped so far, they read as testicles. <laughs> I, I've never recovered. Oh. I keep trying to find that policeman. He was gorgeous. And then he said to me, it's all right. It's, I'm so sorry. She doesn't see very well. Because my daughter said, mum, that's about the time you came back from the... Th- shut <laughs> up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
1: oh what a story. no. a <laughs> 50-year-old man. I know. I know. It's yeah. just oh, so gosh, good. She's so um, funny.
2: A.O. Scott for the New York Times says about late night. I think it opens next week. Uh, I think it opens this This Friday. Oh, this Friday. It's this Friday. Um, That uh, it is um, fantastic. You know, really likes it. Emma Thompson doing some of the best work she's ever done, which is saying a lot. Surely. Mindy Kalin, of course, you know, she's playing. Emma Thompson is playing Catherine Newberry. Think a broadcasting legend like a Johnny Carson uh the first ever longest running female host of a primetime network show she's been on the air for 30 years and of course that's never happened so but it's just uh, um she's outlasted in the story Leno and Le- Letterman she's um some of the names are dropped Seth Meyers shows up for a cameo but um you know she's a whole she's like a sparkly fantastical creature unicorn because that doesn't really exist but the movie is smart and breezy and charming Ooh. and funny well this sounds like oh. a delightful doesn't it a different kind summer of summer comedy yeah. and so the at network's new boss is looking for new blood and they would like to um get some they she's got all male writers writing for her opening monologue and Mindy Kaling is uh, hired and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, it looks, it looks really good. It does look good. It do, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I want more um, Emma Thompson.
0: Yes, please. please. How can we get her to do more know. projects? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think and she, more comedy too. Yes, she's great at the Shakespeare, great at the Jane Austen stuff, but I like her in contemporary comedies. And yeah. so, hopefully, we
2: can well, get more. Her, of that. She, she
1: mentioned her early career was a lot of sketch comedy. It so was, she, yeah. yes. Yeah. Hmm. All
2: right. Anyway, don't so that. that's uh, that's Emma Thompson giving us that. Ellen Pompeo is uh, giving an interview in Variety talking about. Uh, gray's anatomy you know because it's 14th year on the air wow which is really something and she said the culture behind the scenes uh on gray's anatomy was toxic for the first 10 years she said we had serious culture issues very bad behavior really toxic work environment And when asked if there was a moment she wanted to leave the show, she said there were many moments. It's funny, I never wanted off the bus in the year I could have gotten off. She said when she became a mother, she said, I'm 40, where am I ever going to get paid this kind of money? Mm
0: -hmm. Right. She was just thinking bigger. But think about all of the people who were on Grey's Anatomy in the first 10 years of the show.
2: (laughs) Isaiah Washington left because he supposedly called uh, T.R. Knight. The F word, gay mm-hmm. word. Yeah, uh, that yeah. uh, that was home. Well, fighting. I think he, I think he was fighting though with Patrick Dempsey.
0: Well, yes, and then the drama with Patrick Dempsey, Catherine Heigl, Heigel, who mm. notedly had a bad attitude on the set of Grey's Anatomy, took herself out of the Emmy nomination uh, race because she said
2: nothing that she acted in or read was good enough can, for your consideration. You? I
1: believe. Nor has how, anything since.
0: Not, thank you.
1: <laughs>
2: thank you. And <laughs> <How, laughs> T.R. Knight, when he left, he said he and Shonda had a breakdown of communication, which I'm just going to take to mean that she couldn't figure out a way to write his storyline anymore. I couldn't stand George, quite honestly. Mm. I, I have, thought he was mm. a weak character.
0: Yeah. And, uh, well, he's found some work. Yeah. After that,
2: not yes, much. Actually, not well,
1: he what was he, in? he was in the uh, you know Nat Geo is doing these uh, bio things, right? And when they did Picasso, he played Picasso's oh, gay all right. friend, all that. Right. and he, he was very good in it. All right, that's
2: yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Catherine. Uh, I mean, Shonda rhymes herself. Told Entertainment or the Hollywood Reporter that. Uh, she is a no Heigl rule on her set, which was, Ooh. she just called oh. it that, oh. the no go rule.
0: Well, is that in behavior, don't act like a Katherine yeah, Heigl yeah. on the set of my shows? Yeah, and
2: then um, Alan Pompey, I mean, that's kind of unbelievable that for 10 years that it was a toxic work environment, but then she said, when De- I always knew Dempsey made more money than I did, even though I am the title character, Grey's Anatomy, and so she... Uh,
0: well, now she's negotiated for a paycheck of twenty million dollars a year.
2: Yeah, good so, for her. Good for her. Yeah. yeah, good for her. If you're a sneaky Pete lover, that uh, the third season, which is airing right now, uh, it's that's it. Yeah, I
1: think yeah, it's time. I, three
2: I think three it's seasons? Okay. That's, yeah, okay. that's okay. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think so. Did you watch the third season, Daddy? No, no.
1: I lost interest halfway through the second. Second one. Yeah, yeah and it just didn't hold up for some reason.
2: I know. I know. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. All right, listen. Uh, we come back. It's time for the dirt
1: of my talk dirt alert all right holly what do
0: we got all right we're gonna start in las vegas nevada today where the amazon mars convention is happening right now what does that
2: even mean this
0: (laughs) is a artificial intelligence golden age of innovation forward-looking science with practical applications Thing that's happening in Vegas.
1: Wow, we shorten that up a little. Yeah, that's quite a convention. <laughs> I title. was
0: basically saying that because I really don't know what the heck it's all about, but I do know that it's making headlines today because Robert Downey Jr. gave the keynote address. Kicking things off last night in Las Vegas, and he used part of his opening keynote uh, last night to announce the launch of a new organization that's committed to using advanced technologies for the good of the environment. He's calling it the Footprint Coalition, and it's scheduled to officially launch by April of next year. Robert Downey Jr. says, between robotics and nanotechnology, we could clean up the planet significantly, if not totally, in 10 years. He says, I love experts. They're like Wikipedia with character defects. So he said he's going to be working uh, with a roundtable of experts on this new initiative. And... People on the internet were saying, well, that's very Tony Stark of him. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> To true. get that on is stage very Tony Stark. and give a speech like this uh, at, at this convention. So, some, you know, hey, look, if you're using your celebrity for the good of the planet, I yeah. applaud you. Yeah. You don't have to do anything like this. I was wondering like why,
2: Robert, why uh, Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. were trending. I thought there was another movie coming out.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's the reason why Tony Stark and Robert okay. Downey Jr. are trending.
1: But Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating.
0: But this isn't the first time that Robert Downey Jr. has uh, worked with artificial intelligence. He and his wife are producing a docu series about artificial intelligence for YouTube.
2: Do you, are do you do get sidetracked or fascinated at these the UFO UFO stories? These pilots from the U.S. Air Force that have come out and have said, "Oh yeah, we've had yeah, these I encounters
1: for decades." I
2: we've know had those it. Reports. It always yeah. comes up, and I'm like, "Oh yeah. my gosh, wow!" You know, they just have this whole. Oh,
0: there are things that are going on, you guys, that we have no idea about. Did but if you want to freak yourself out about robots and artificial intelligence, yeah. look up, uh, I think it's Boston Dynamics. Uh-huh. You can uh, look that up, and then you will see the future, and it is full of robots. <laughs> Get acquainted with our new overlords. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Boston Dynamics robots. Okay. Go and really? look that up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they are at... This Amazon and I, convention. Aaron, we're not
2: going to be around. We can safely say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm off the hook. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: thank you guys. Yeah, I
2: really no, appreciate it. it. Well, Holly,
1: you enjoy it, okay? Yeah, oh, that's right, Holly.
2: I
0: need to get used to our new overlords. Uh, something that we're doing right now, I think that all three of us are watching the show, Chernobyl on HBO. It's a limited series, five episodes. And according to IMDb, Chernobyl has now has the highest-scored television series in history with over 100,000 votes placed on IMDb. Jeez. I think there
2: are so many people that just didn't ever know that story.
1: Well, this is a great way to learn it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. At the
0: very least, you kind of understand what Chernobyl is and yeah. that mm-hmm. it means disaster, but right. you don't Nuclear understand. your disaster. Right, yeah. and you don't understand exactly how all this unfolded because it's just one Error and decision-making yeah. process. There was a lot of another... snafu and
1: foobar going yes, on. Yes, there was, exactly Oh, my and gosh. And
0: deliberate.
1: Y- yes, yeah, absolutely deliberate.
2: Deliberate, deliberate. Uh, Yeah, wow. If you
1: watch, the, the final episode is wonderful, and make sure you watch after the screen goes to black when they start telling you what happens yeah. to who. Mm. And the most amazing thing was the Soviet Union's official death toll.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: what, they're like
1: official. 31. Yeah, well, ah, that's yeah. like Tiananmen Square in <laughs> yeah. China.
0: Right, which just had its 30th, 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary.
1: Yesterday, yeah. this, yes, I think they
2: always said it was like, you know, 30 people died and <laughs> thousands, thousands of people died.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. yeah. All right, we'll move on from that heavy topic to the premiere of X-Men Dark Phoenix last night. Jennifer Lawrence, of course, she stars as Mystique in the film series. She is talking about her new fiance, Cook Maroney, she rarely talks about him in public but she said that he's the best person I've ever met Aww. Aww. they all
2: were out the whole cast was on Kimmel last night the, that's not always my favorite way when they have like seven people yeah, it's kind of kinda, but I was just like going, oh my gosh this is a beautiful cast of people <laughs>
0: It is it's very gorgeous. And Jennifer Lawrence also added that getting engaged to cook Maroney was a very, very easy decision. They were first romantically linked last year, and then they got engaged earlier this year. And assuming that wedding plans are moving along swiftly. Yeah. We've seen a, a wedding shower, I believe. Jennifer Lawrence was wearing yeah. a beautiful peach dress earlier in the year celebrating. What yeah. does he do? Love He's an art dealer. Mm-hmm. Art
1: dealer. Which... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he probably comes from money. If yeah, he's an art right. dealer say, yeah. in New York, he's probably coming from money. Jennifer Aniston was with Ellen DeGeneres this afternoon, and Ellen is uh, apparently demanding that a friend's reunion happen.
2: <laughs> well, she said we're, we'd all be open for it, but I don't know. Somebody's got to you know, come up with the idea. Do we want a friend's reunion? <sighs> I'd be fine with <laughs> it. Ellie?
0: I really would, yeah. Catching up 25 years after the fact. I love going to reunions. (laughs) Wow, Lori, thanks. There you go. Well, Jennifer Aniston told Ellen, uh, she said, listen, I would do it. The girls would do it, and the boys would do it. She said, I'm sure anything can happen. Now, this September marks the 25th anniversary of Friends premiering on NBC, so who knows? At this point... She told a cute story
2: that Anything's possible. the cast was brought to Vegas for like a TV, like for the showcase for the new shows or something like oh, that. Oh, the
0: upfronts.
2: And she said that the, I don't know, whoever it was, gave them each, and Ellen showed a picture of all of them, gave everybody $200 go gamble in the casino because this show is going to be such a huge hit. It'll be the last time you'll be able to walk through a casino and just gamble and be on your own. And she said, so we all were so excited. We got each got, you know, two $100 bills. And she said, and they were right. That's the last time we, any of us could walk through a casino. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's incredible! I'd she just was absolutely be
1: afraid right. that if they got back to it, would be a, a letdown.
0: Eh, well, who cares? Well, who, who cares? The sequels are usually a letdown, and then you just you watch it and then you forget about it. I don't know that they're going to ever do it. I don't it, think they are. But if they did do it, I, it I, yeah, it, it I'd would watch right because you know for every All in the Family. There's 10 Archie Bunker Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we oh don't remember my, that. Uh, no. uh, something hot this afternoon that you can check out on our website, mytalk1071.com, is the new poster for Wonder Woman 1984. Gal Gadot cool. is in extreme Technicolor, voluminous 80s hair, and she is ready to kick. But, and of course, 1984, or excuse me, Wonder Woman 1984 is the sequel to Wonder Woman, which was such a massive hit a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, we also get to see Chris Pine wearing a fanny pack. Yeah,
1: he's he's just (laughs) an average looking guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just average. (laughs) How do they write him back into that? Well, this is taking place in 1984. So they're jumping through time. So thinking that they're jumping through time with this movie surely there's a way for steve trevor Got to come it. back somehow okay, some fine. way all right i'm I all completely for it made that up i have no idea oh, yeah. <laughs> no idea i <laughs> like yeah, it, I sounded, it wow
2: you sold me nice. so good <laughs> like i said you're a cinephile yes. you know what you're doing all right listen we come back it's vintage scandal and we're going to find out what's happening on the roads.
1: Yes, let's do that right now. We have 35E. A southbound is a crash there. That's about a six, five to six. And then there was a scandal. Vintage, Vintage. scandal. Vintage I like the scandal.
2: Well, I just got to thinking about celebrity prenups and uh, like how many scandalous prenups have been out there. Of course, the most scandalous situation is when no no one has a prenup,
1: yeah. and then the fighting begins.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and uh, and basically, you know, rich and famous people have been doing prenups for a long, long time. It's just ensuring your assets are covered in the case the sweet love you share does not go on forever with your significant other, okay? Oh, no. And of course, rich people have much more to lose when it comes to their money and their reputations, so their prenups must be bigger, better, and more extreme than the regular prenup, okay? Of course. So these are some of uh, the most uh, outrageous prenuptial agreements that have been out there. So number one, I will give you Tiger Woods. Although he and his wife... Elan already had a prenup and her prenup gave her $20 million. Should they divorce? Wow. And this was renegotiated after he cheated on her. And eventually she settled for $110 million. And during the negotiations, when they renegotiate, when they were splitting up, he said he would give her a $200 million prenup. If she would not, Break up with him. That they stayed together after that night. That she chased him out of the house. Mm-hmm. The Thanksgiving and he crashed the Escalade. Yes, yeah. and he went to sex rehab. If you take me back, I'll my new prenup with you will be you'll walk away with two hundred million.
0: Well, how does that work? If you stay with me, I'll give you two hundred. She didn't want to stay with him. Well, right, but I'm. But he Tiger Woods wants to give her two hundred million dollars, so that when they break up in the future, she's going to get that money. And he she-
2: was convinced that he could. Stop cheating! That he would do all of that—that that was he was throwing it out there as a desperate move that to try extra and get her. Eighty hurt.
0: million dollars would not be worth it. Yeah, it it it's, uh, it derailed his
2: professional career for a good long time. But he ended it ended up costing him a uh, hundred and ten million dollars. I told you earlier that the story out there is that Brad and Angelina, when they did their prenup, when they got married, two years after they'd been together ten years. That it, the only thing that they had was that if they divorced, she would get full custody of the kids and he would have therapeutic visits. And that was in the prenup. Therapeutic visits in the prenup. Which might explain why he still has to have the therapeutic visits. Yeah, uh, that Why is he still having to see his kids with a counselor? And why
0: would that be put in the prenup? And then why,
2: why would, would you agree, agree to it? it?
1: Yes.
0: Oh, it is shocking. Oh,
2: mysteries. it's as if
1: she didn't trust him. Well, Well, I mean, that's
2: what everybody always says about there's like a real hesitancy. I mean, here I'll give you Donald Trump when he married his second wife, Marla Maples. Okay, so uh, their prenup uh, negotiations were a nightmare. He basically got her to agree to the prenup by telling her the day before the wedding or yeah, on the day before they're married, if this isn't signed, I won't get married to you. Ugh. Because people don't like to think about stuff, ending. And um, anyway, she wanted twenty-five million because she knows she's the other woman to Ivana Trump.
0: So if I'm the other woman, he's there might be there another will be woman. another woman mm-hmm. after me, the other woman. Mm-hmm.
2: And so she didn't. She desperately wanted to marry him. She finally signed the pine the prenup because Trump held out for so long and she wanted to have better terms but he absolutely refused to budge and his position was no prenup, no marriage so within 24 hours to go before a thousand guests, she signed it and the prenup was meant to last five years but they broke up after four years allegedly over a scandalous rumor in the National Enquirer where Marla Maples humped one of the bodyguards. <laughs> on the beach. On, on the beach. Outside of Mar a <laughs> no, Right. But then right.
0: they waited mm-hmm. about a year after she allegedly humped the bodyguard Guard. on the beach in order to actually get divorced because That's right. Everyone he, wanted to save face.
2: And bit. then he sent her the breakup thing in a FedEx and she also had
0: um you know, she couldn't, she can't write a book. Then also the weird stipulation in this prenup between Donald Trump and Marla Maples is regarding their daughter, Tiffany, yes. where Donald Trump said that he would cut off any kind of child support if Tiffany Trump got a full time job, entered the military yeah. or entered the Peace Corps. Yeah. Then she would be cut off. Yeah, I know. She Marla Maples only got
2: one million dollars. that's it that's it that's all he was he knew probably he wasn't going to stay married to her
0: yeah i don't think he even really wanted to get married in the first
2: Uh, place amal and george clooney Uh, here's hoping these two never get divorced but we think the prenup they came out with benefits both sides clooney worth a lot of money you know Anywhere between two hundred and fifty to three hundred million dollars. Is that even counting the Casamigos Might money? Might not be counting that. Probably it not. is said if he decides to separate from mall, she will walk away with twenty million.
0: Not too bad.
2: Not too bad. So she is
0: a woman of independent means yes. herself.
2: Now, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, remember when they were dating and engaged? How could we forget? He broke her heart by calling off the wedding three days before the wedding.
0: How could they? With the pink pink diamond (laughs) engagement ring and the houseboat interview on Dateline.
2: Well, guess what? He refused to sign the prenup because J-Lo's prenup had a no cheating clause. The prenup (laughs) ordered Ben to pay Jen... Half of his earnings if he was unfaithful. Some sources say that not only did the actor want $5 million for getting hitched, but he wanted to put in the agreement that they had to have sex four times a week. Oh
0: Oh my (laughs) gosh, that is gross. So. Good thing that those two didn't get, get married together. So he just wanted a $5 million bonus for getting married. Yes. Just walking through the door. And I
2: won't sign anything that says that you get half my money if I cheat because I don't know if I can keep my zipper up. And obviously he couldn't. Yeah. Now, rumor has it that Mariah Carey and her ex, Nick Cannon, signed a prenup with a confidentiality clause attached. Neither of them allowed to discuss their private life in the media. And um, if she... If she does, for every time she ever said anything negative about him, is a half a million dollars. Oh my gosh! And Nick had to pay her two hundred fifty thousand dollars.
0: Well, note how they note how they talk talk about each about other, each other mm-hmm. which is always in very loving terms. It's very yes. positive. I'm and not- she <laughs> had to pay him more because she
2: came in with a bigger fortune. So that's how that's how they thought ahead yes. on theirs. Now exactly. here's a, Here's another one. Uh, We can call her legendary actress. Elizabeth Taylor wed her seventh husband, who she met at the Betty Ford Center. Larry. Larry. In 1991, they signed a prenup that said if they stayed married for five years, he would get $1 million. And if they were still married at that point, he would still get that money. They divorced, so he got the money. Plus, they became such good friends that she even left him an extra eight hundred thousand dollars in her will when she died.
0: Oh, Well, and they stayed friends until she passed away. He was not the bagel. Cher had the bagel guy, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. That's, no, all right, yeah. Larry's not the bagel guy. No. Larry is the rehab right guy. I'm yeah. getting all these people. Now confused. a prenup
2: that never happened was that Crystal Harris got hitched to Hugh Hefner with an ironclad prenup stating she would get zero zilt nada from his estate and she uh didn't she signed it and didn't get one single penny except that there was a clause in wills or in Hef's will that she would be taken care of
0: I think that she had a multi-million dollar house in the Hollywood Hills. That
2: he let her have. That he
0: let her have. So free off, and clear. Free and clear. Yeah. Here's a couple of loopholes. We're good. That's the quote-unquote taking care of okay. you. Because I think Crystal Harris put that house on the market right pretty away. soon pretty after soon. Hugh Hefner died.
2: Okay, so once upon a time in Hollywood, Steven Spielberg was married to the actress
1: Amy Irving. Oh yes, this was kind of messy.
2: Kind of messy. <laughs> and uh, she was at the start of her career when she. She met him, uh, made sense for them to do a prenup because he had already been directing. However, they didn't bother doing that. Instead, they wrote it out on a napkin. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, when they went to get divorced because he fell in love with Kate Capshaw while he was directing Indiana Jones. And the the Temple of Doom. Doom. Thank you. And uh, he claimed that the napkin prenup was valid. A judge disagreed. In 1989, that the napkin prenup had validity, okay. so she got a hundred million dollars. Wow! Which was half of his fortune at the time.
0: Gotta get a, a notary is not going to notarize a napkin. No, <laughs> no. So might want to do a little
2: better <laughs> are you interested in mark zuckerberg's uh,
0: prenup oh yes please okay. one of the richest men around yeah
2: his college girlfriend priscilla must have been worried about his job taking too much time as she had in the prenup with him they have to have at least one date night per week and that they must spend a minimum of 100 minutes away from his apartment or facebook headquarters
0: oh my gosh what is that how uh Uh, honey it's time for our prenuptial agreement date night we must get away
2: i want a
1: hundred and i want an hour and 40 minutes do you think they
0: have a timer set on
2: the phone i'm sure they do i just i've got just two more real quickly these two didn't happen but jessica simpson and tony romo romo dated once upon a time they never tied the knot they were engaged she got, she fell in love with him after Nick Lachey. And, um, anyway, the football, former football quarterback and he wanted the claws in there because they were engaged is that if she weighed over 135 pounds, she would have to pay him a half a million dollars. What
0: a piece of crap. Yeah. Oh I cannot say how I feel about Tony Romo right oh, now on the wow. radio. Right.
2: That was in so there's why that's why they didn't get it. so maybe sometimes these prenups keep people away. Catherine Zeta Jones was madly in love with Michael Douglas when they met, but she was concerned because he continually cheated on his first wife, and so in the in their prenup, Michael Douglas has a five million dollar strain fee, <laughs> and and that Catherine Zeta Jones earns one point five million dollars for every year that she's married. To him, and all he asked in return was for a confidentiality clause. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For for her ever revealing anything private. I
0: feel like that's probably fair for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay with that. And,
2: oh, I got to just tell you this. Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban, uh, her people insisted she get a prenup before she married Keith Urban. She made sure it had an escape clause while they both agreed he would get $640,000 for every year of marriage. The prenup started that stated if he started using drugs again, he wouldn't get any money.
0: Hmm. Mm. All right.
2: So, like, they re- and, and Still
0: together, though. And
2: yeah. I, they're still together, Coco and Ice T, in their prenup. The weirdest one, she has to return her breast implants if they ever get divorced <laughs> to
0: him. Her butt
2: and breast implants. Oh my gosh. That is in their prenup. That was the goofiest thing I saw. Wow. So Thank really you for a lot, You can find out a lot of, like, uh, interesting, scandalous things all with Maybe these everyone
0: should just draft prenups and see all the freaky crap that your partner is going to be asking and you Beyonce for. And
2: Beyonce and Jay Z. In their prenup, she gets five million dollar for every child she gives birth to, and he pays a million dollars a year for each year she stays married to him up to fifteen years. And he had to pay her ten million if the marriage ended before two years. So, all right, there you go. Okay, okay, we'll be back.
1: Oh, that song—it's good.
2: We like it as you call them, from the Joni. the Joni. The Joni. Joni, favorite headline today, Kate Spade, uh, New York fulfills a $1 million mental health pledge. So it's been a year since Kate Spade took her life and the foundation that bears her name has announced the completion of a $1 million pledge to support mental health services. And this is Mental Health Awareness Month, the month of, uh, or was it May? May. Yeah, sorry. May, yeah. But the Kate Spade, New York Foundation, said in a statement it's donating 200000 to the Jed Foundation, which partners with schools to strengthen mental health programs. And the fashion brand will match public donations through June 12th, up to $100,000. And uh, they've already given money to the crisis text line and um, just encouraging more conversation, education, and research around mental health. And it was exactly a year ago. Mm. That she took her life
0: mm. at the age of 55. All right. Well, donate if you can. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I love that, that that's happening. Uh, this is another story, a little bit messier, but you know, when you're the head of Amazon and you've got all that money, Jeff Bezos Bezos shelled out $80 million for three Manhattan uh, apartments on 212 Fifth Avenue. Oh, oh 212. It's three different penthouses as well as the two units below it. So it's oh, so he, it's mega
0: private. Yeah. twelve
2: bedrooms, multiple terraces, and uh, it's uh, being reported by the Wall Street Journal that uh, is one of the priciest real estate transactions in Manhattan this year.
0: Oh, eighty million
2: think. dollars. Eighty and million dollars. Seventeen thousand square feet.
0: It's. I'm looking at the website now. It's <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. Isn't it? It's pretty it's
2: nice. That's you, I bet. Pretty right? yes. good. Anyway, so that's happening. Nacho, uh, do you say Figueris, the polo player? Figueres? Oh, I don't know. How yeah, to the hot his name. guy, polo guy. <laughs> I didn't know there was a hot polo guy. Nacho Figueres. F I G U E R A R S. He used to be like the polo. Like you'd see him on the ads. You <gasps> oh, know his face. Yes,
0: he's a. An actual polo player yes. and then a polo, a polo model. Model. Right. model,
2: yes. He's absolutely beautiful. And hey, Prince Nacho. Prince Harry, remember he traveled to Rome to play a polo match yeah. like a week yeah. ago? Yeah. Yes. Well after all you know Polo Baby the little Archie it, Archie theory? of Sussex was yeah. conceived on a polo weekend yeah. so say you <laughs> and the money that Harry raised at this polo match went to Santa Bali his signature charity and he's buddies with Nacho the famous Argentinian polo player and they've been friends for years Nacho went to Harry and Megan's wedding they've played polo for charity before they're very friendly and he sort of uh, snapped when he was doing this interview with CBS this morning because he was asked why Harry abandoned his wife and newborn child to play polo. And he was like, are you flipping kidding me? This for charity.
1: Oh, that's a stupid question. To I know, it that happens is, at is, CBS
2: in morning news, that's too. Cool. He said, How dare that guy, you know, tell a father who loves his child and he's leaving his house for 24 hours and he's raising money? It bothers me that they would even ask me that. I agree. That's
0: very tabloidy, isn't it? CBS this
2: morning. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's telling CBS that about somebody else that asked. (gasps) Oh, sorry, Sorry, Gail. not sound
1: like something CBS
0: would do. That I was like, that is a (laughs) very (laughs) undignified question. No, no,
2: that was in a print interview that he was asked that. So he told CBS this that he was like, "Come on, he is trying to raise money." He said, "I thought it was." a narrative, there's so many narratives about them that I don't like, meaning all the racist crap.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, he also said, he said, um, Harry doesn't like plastic. He said, we were at the hotel the night before the game. He talked to a person, he said, this morning I got my coffee and I saw you have a plastic thing in the coffee. And then I sent my shirt out to be pressed and my shirt got came back in a big plastic bag. And then Prince Harry said to the softwares, can we please not use the plastic? That's who this guy is. The environment,
0: Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. Reusable all the way. Nacho Mm -hmm. got the talking points. Yes, he sure did. Yeah. Boy. And all the Mm -hmm. other points,
2: too. I know. Of course, Megan is fine with Harry going away. It's not like baby Archie's going to get
1: up and start walking. He's like a month old. And also... Are you... Either of you surprised we haven't seen any other photos of Archie yet? No, no. Not, okay. not at all. Because at he's all, so
0: right. young. We'll probably see some later on in the summer. Not maybe the fall. All. Not, not at all. That's wondered. No. Okay. I mean, their friends have. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. yeah. Well, yeah. think about all of William and Kate's children. We got a newborn photograph, I and get... then we got one, an official one, even on their year birthday. That's right.
2: Okay. That's right. Rarely. I even we see get them. freaked out about people and um, all the photos they put up of their kids on like Facebook and stuff because I think how compromised that is. Yes. And I'm just like, yeah. how many kids are going to be yelling at their parents in ten or fifteen years or something? Yeah. Why'd you put up every single picture of me? Yeah, that's a
0: good. Point all this document, you know what I mean? Oh,
2: of course. We don't know yet what's going to happen. The consequences of all of that. (laughs) Well, speaking of consequences, somebody in jeopardy is going to lose their job for leaking the footage.
1: As they should.
2: Of that dude. (laughs) They're taking very, 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 very appropriate actions as the network. The answer
0: is, who isn't going to have a job anymore?
2: (laughs) Ollie, thanks for filling in. (laughs) Donnie, go home and watch your Twin Cities Live thing, and we'll talk. (laughs)